0: Welcome back to the Kingdom Podcast, Show. I'm your humble host, Roderick Smith, here in the Kingdom Podcast studios. We're so excited about today. Hey, listen, we're coming up on one of the biggest holidays of the year. It is Father's Day. Father's Day is in the atmosphere. Celebrations, you'll smell barbecue smoke. You'll hear of all of the celebrations that are going on. All of the festivities that we do to honor those men who have gone before us, those who are leaders in our community, who take care of their family, those men who put it down each and every day, taking care of their families, taking care of their community, their church. All of these things are very important to our society. And if they're important to our society, they're definitely important unto our God. And he has blessed us in so many ways. I want you to know, as we go into this episode, I want to give you six attributes of a biblical man in order to be a kingdom father. We must learn to be biblical men, men who don't mind being challenged. We welcome the challenges that are thrown at us with life. You know, life has issues. (laughs) Yeah, let me tell you, life has issues. And when those issues arise, we need men in place who are not afraid of those challenges. And let me tell you something. No man can make himself a father except, except God declares him to be one because fatherhood is God's initiative in the kingdom. That's how he builds his kingdom. He builds it off of men who seeks him first. Yeah, fatherhood is determined neither by age or by years in ministry, but by the measure of God's grace and revelation released in the biblical man's life. It's important. It's imperative that we get these tools that I'm about to implement unto you to take and to run with them. See, Father's Day is designed and designated as a time of celebrating fathers. Yet, yet, as we live in this culture, we um, culture just kind of throws some things at um, fathers who have missed the mark. And if you're one of those fathers that has missed the mark, listen up, relax. It's going to be okay because the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And so you have a chance if you're breathing, if you're walking and you're talking, you have a chance to turn things around. So we don't want to discount those men who are fathers who may have missed the mark in raising their children in doing things, after listening to this episode, I pray and hope that you will do better. And those men who are out there, like I said, who are doing uh, the work, being the hands and feet of God, taking care of things, we celebrate you as well. And I need you to help me to encourage those men who have fallen short, who are sitting on the sidelines of doing nothing, help them get into the game of play so that we all can benefit from becoming better biblical men. Here we go. You know, Father's Day should remind us all that God-fearing parents of all ages have been concerned that their children would walk in the truth of God. That is, raising children up in a God-fearing home is still important. Living holy is still important. These are just little nuggets that I want to give you before I get into the, the lesson uh, because I believe that it's important that we all take in consideration that there are families that need to lead as a model for the families who may have not had someone, an example or true godly example of what a father, what a mother, what a family looks like that is loving and caring, living under the admonition of God. You as a leader, you as a kingdom father can be an example to other families. See, that's important. That's the way we want to live our lives because when we live our lives and, and raise up our families in that fashion, that is what make the kingdom strong that is what make the kingdom effective in our communities in our nation throughout this world so it's important that we pay attention even when we have challenges even when there's chaos that is going on there has to be an example of how to navigate the waters how to navigate how to raise the standard of true biblical family, and what it looks like. I believe that's important to me. I believe that's important to you. I know it's important unto God. Now, I know everybody have struggles, okay? Do you ever have struggles as a father, as a husband, as a provider with finding balance? That's one of the first keys I want to give you of the attributes. Do you find it? Difficult at times in finding balance with work, with family, with hobbies, with doing things that you like. Finding that happy medium, finding that balance of taking care of the needs of finances. Anybody out there like me that there are challenges at that? You struggle with it? Hey, let's be honest. We all do. I want to free you up. We all do. But you know what makes the difference? Is that when we put in balance with God everything and allow him to be the center, he gives us wisdom. And see, biblical men, biblical men find balance with God being at the center so that he can provide everything that he needs. And when he's provided, God watches over and gives him what he need for all of those areas in his life that is important to him. I mean, let's be for real. Your wife, your children, your home, your job, your church, your community is important. And they all need leadership. They all need men who are caring. And so having the right balance so that you can meet the needs because there will be needs. The Bible says the harvest is plenteous, but the workers are few. And so when we have the right balance, that is what is important for every biblical man to live his life as. Thank God for men who really get it when it comes to balance. Remember, remember this, if you don't remember anything else I say, Remember that God's grace is sufficient for every good work of men. God gives you the grace to get up each and every day, put your shoes on, get dressed, go out to work, go do whatever your heart desire to do. He gives you the grace. But just because he gives you the grace doesn't mean that we waste our time, that we do foolish things. But when we do things in balance and we do things in love, with care, God will provide for you everything that you need. And let me tell you something. When you become interested in the work and the affairs of taking care of what is needed, it will develop a skill in you, an interest of doing those things. And so the next attribute is skill. Your work and your skill is highly important. I want to say that again. Your work and your skill is highly important and a big deal with God. Because there's somebody looking up to you. Your ability to do things well, you may say, well, man, I don't have any skills. You know, learn. We are living in one of the most uh, educated times, uh, as far as information, times ever in the history of man. Whatever you want to become, all you've got to do is study. Bible says, study to show thyself approved. That is, through a biblical standpoint and also through things that you desire, you know, You just can't be all so spiritual that you know earthly good. You know, there are things that God wants you to enjoy about this world. We just don't want to be conformed to this world. There are things that we need to make an impact on the lives of people who are around us here so that we all can enjoy the fruits of our labor. See, the word of God says that, again, the harvest is plenteous, but the workers are few. It doesn't take a whole lot of men to make an impact in a community, in a town, or in a nation. You know, when we come together, I, you know, and we pray, and I believe that corporate prayer is is not implemented enough when it comes to men. On Sunday evenings at 6 p.m., from 6 to 7, me and about five other men included, we get together and we uh, have Bible study, and we pray together. Man, it, it really sets our week in a direction that we need to go in, and it puts our mindset. Well, we, Do we have challenges do the, during the week? Yes, we do. But most times, that which we have studied to show ourselves approve. whenever the test comes, we come out of it. We don't get stuck in it, and that's what's important. So having balance, having the skill is very important. And that will make you wise. Okay, there's your next attribute, being wise. God is looking for wise builders. Yeah. As a matter of fact, God said that he would be in the midst of two or three gathering together agreeing upon anything he would be in the midst that's being using wisdom to know that without God I'm nothing when God is forced who can be against us being wise is very important I want to give you some scripture Psalms 127 and 1 reading from the amplified version unless the Lord builds the house the labor They labor in vain that build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. That's important to remember that unless the Lord is in the midst of everything that we do, it's all in vain. You build a house, it's in vain. You know, a a house is not a home unless it's a happy family family in the middle of it. You know what I'm saying? Unless the Lord builds that house, that means that there's got to be some prayer goes into it. That means there's got to be some wisdom. There's got to be some understanding. There has to be discipline. There has to be the balance in that skill. Using that wisdom, all of this is important. He says, unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who builds it. Unless the Lord guards the city, that means that we have to be wise. Everything that we do, even in the midst of our city, our men, we've got to go to work. Bible says man don't work. He doesn't eat. You know, poverty will set in. Satan will run rampant. All of these things are important when it comes to becoming a true biblical man. Kingdom fathers, remember this, Colossians 3 and 23 and 4. It reads, whatever you do, work heartily. In other words, work wholeheartedly as for God, not as for men, not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive an inheritance as your reward. I love that because your work won't be in vain. You'll be working for a reason. You won't just get up in the morning just doing the, you know, the everyday routine thing. But you'll have devotional time with God. You'll honor him with all of your first fruits. So whatever you do, (laughs) whatever you do, do it wholeheartedly for God and not for men. If you're doing it for man, yeah, man will give you an accolade every now and then. You know, he'll he'll cook you a steak or whatever. But God has an inheritance. Now, I don't care who your dad is, who your uncle was, your rich uncle, rich dad. It doesn't matter. They can't give you an inheritance that's eternal like our God. We serve Christ on a daily basis. How do we do it? First of all, when you serve your family. You know, when you neglect your family, when you neglect the plannings and the things that makes a wholesome house, those who are within it are happy you're serving the Lord. When you meet the needs, again, the harvest is plenteous but the workers are few. So, here it is. Here's the good news. No matter what you do, you are using the gifts that the Lord gave you. If you put your talents to use, you are proving to God that you love him and you worship him. All of that is important to God. No matter what you do, Use your gifts that God has given you. That skill, use it. Balance, use it. Being wise, use it. And while you're doing it, be careful because we have an enemy. That enemy, he comes to kill, he comes to steal, he comes to destroy. And we have to have a watchful eye. In other words, we need to be on guard. That's it. Be on guard. That's important. When you're on guard, that means you watch your eye gate, your ear gate, your mouth gate. The Bible says in Luke eleven thirty four, the eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes is clear, spiritually perspective, focused on God, your whole body also is full of light, benefiting from God's precepts. But when it is bad, spiritually blind, your body also is full of darkness, devoid of God's word. I believe we need to watch our eye gates, our ear gates, and our mouth, the things that we see, things that we hear the things that we say. Death and life is in the power of the tongue. It's important that we hear those things. And while we're doing it, have discernment. That's your next key. Discernment. Know when. Knowing when to operate and being effective. Sometimes God have us in position that you as a believer need to listen many times we are outspoken when we should be quiet learn how to be the lion and the lamb there are times when yeah our roar needs to be heard But there are times when God wants us quiet so that we can listen. Even in the midst of chaos. You know, because sometimes when there's a lot of chaos going on, you add into the fuel of that fire of chaos will only cause dysfunctions. Disasters will happen. People will get the wrong impression. People will get misunderstandings. and Sometimes just holding your peace creates peace. Learn how to be the lion and the lamb. That's important. And having that discernment. So balance, skill, being wise, guarding our eyes and our ear gate and our mouth gate and having discernment. Then I want to give you the next one, which is a big deal in my part. I want you to know that integrity is highly important when it comes to God. Integrity plays a big part in the kingdom. So no matter what you're facing or going through right now, how crazy your kids might be right now, don't give up. Because God has not given up on you. Galatians 6 and 9 says this. From the NIV. Let us not become weary. In doing good. For at the proper time. You will reap a harvest. If you don't give up. Not giving up creates integrity. Our society, our world need men with great integrity, who won't give up. Yeah, there are times when you feel like giving up. Everybody does. I mean, come on, let's be honest. There there are things uh, on our job sometimes you just want to throw in the towel. <laughs> you just want to say, man, I quit. But we can't because of our integrity. Our society is hungry for men who will not give in to the pressures of this world. Integrity. Listen, Proverbs 20 and 7 from the Amplified Version says this, the righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accord with his godly beliefs. How blessed and happy, spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow. Wow. I'm gonna read that again. That's, that's rich. The righteous man who walks in integrity and lives life in accord with his godly beliefs. How blessed, happy, spiritually secure are his children after him who have his example to follow. Integrity. I want to give you a biblical definition of integrity. Here it is. Spiritual integrity is the state of being undivided together with the quality of brutal self-honesty. It demands a considerable depth of self-awareness, and uncompromising willingness to be authentic. It's important that we be authentic. Authenticity is key in the kingdom. Check it out. The first step of cultivating spiritual integrity is recognizing that we are not always honest. So we want to be honest. We want spiritual integrity we want authenticity in everything we do we want to be authentic because again our children need to be raised in an environment in a wholesome home that exemplifies that's what proverbs 20 and 7 says in that last part it says how blessed happy spiritually secure are his children After him, who have an example to follow. Wow. And it all is centered around integrity. So, our six is balance, skill, wisdom, being wise, guarding our eyes, guarding our ear gates, mouth gates, the gates, discernment, and integrity. These are the key attributes of becoming a biblical man. Remember, a biblical man will produce a biblical father. That is why we celebrate Father's Day on this weekend because of men, again, who have put it down, who have done everything that they could throughout the year, we take some time and to honor them. We pray for them, that they go stronger and stronger because we in this society, we need men who are not afraid to stand and be accounted. It's important. The Lord already knows that men have weaknesses, but in him we are made strong. We are made better because of him, because of what he has done, we are made better. So as we finish out this episode and as we go through this weekend, take these great six examples of becoming a kingdom biblical man and kingdom biblical father and run with them, teaching them to all, Not only your children, but being example to all children, for all men, that they may see the light of God in you. See, sound teaching from God's word should flow from the lips of every godly father so that he can instruct, improve, and reprove, correct, and train himself first, then his family In righteousness, he should adhere closely to the scriptures, meditating upon it constantly. That is, meditating day and night, speaking into and addressing particular needs and particular situations. You have an input when you know the word of God and ordering his life according to the Bible. your steps in God. This is a challenge for most men. It's a challenge for me. It's a challenge for all of us as fathers to get into the word and let the word get into you. This is what I want to bring to the table when it comes to knowing who you are, believing who you are, and allowing God's spirit to operate in you and through you fully and wholeheartedly. Man, I want you all to know, and I want to give a big shout out to all of the men again who are out there putting it down every day, doing what you're supposed to do. Continue doing it. Be on point. Do it intentional. Get fired up about it. And bless someone this weekend. Go to some father and let them know, hey, brother, hey, man, I've been watching what you're doing. You got a great family. Hey, continue doing what you're doing. Hey, have you heard about the podcast, the kingdom podcast show? You want to go and listen to it. There's some great nuggets on there. As a matter of fact, six attributes of becoming a kingdom biblical man first. And when you become a biblical man, you can't help but to become a biblical father when the time is right. I want you all to understand and know that all of these things can happen when we focus upon God. I trust and believe that everything is going to be all right if we'll lean and depend upon him. Be blessed. This is a special episode to all of the fathers. Follow and share, give it to someone, let them know that you love them, share it with them, put it on your social media posts, this episode and more are just for you. May God bless you and keep you is our prayer. We love you.